Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hi, guys. You know, one of the uh, questions that I'm sure a lot of fans always have, and that is, who's going to be wearing what number this Mm -hmm. year for the Arkansas Razorbacks? Now, my question was, I'm looking at ArkansasRazorbacks.com right now. Is that where you got the information from, or did you get it from a different source? Because if what you're saying is, uh, at least what I'm, I'm asking is, is this a roster I could print off that would contain this upcoming year's Arkansas Razorback football team? Randy, I can't give away my sources. Oh! No, you can not You can go there now. It's, it's all updated now, so they do have the updated information on roster numbers and heights and weights. Now, all the heights and weights stuff will be adjusted when fall camp starts. They'll reweigh everybody, and they'll, they'll all be different. But, um, yeah, it's always cool. I mean, there's, there's a lot of – a lot of new faces. Obviously, we saw a ton of new faces in the spring, more new faces, I guess, than, than we've ever uh, seen for a spring. And then you've got, uh, you know, 12 freshmen. Um, well, let's see, you had 12 freshmen, 10 transfers who already enrolled at Arkansas. And then you've got um, 18 more newcomers uh, that are that enrolled uh, for June. So uh, a lot more new faces. Obviously, this is this is the biggest number of new cl- newcomers total, not just in um, not just in the the spring semester, but the biggest number total that Arkansas has ever had. So not only do you have that, you also have 18 more new scholarship players. And I've also got a story coming out tomorrow, just kind of breaking down uh, all the new walk-on additions as well, because there are several of those. And we have another 99 this year. Caleb James wearing number 99. Mm-hmm. I thought interesting number for a tight end, number 30. Mr. Gums wearing number 30 for a tight end. Yeah, I mean, in the NFL, it's probably not kosher, but in college it is, I guess. Um, You know, in college, you can wear uh, 90s are receiving numbers, too. You can wear 90-something as a tight end also. Um, I didn't know that until I remember asking – Bobby Petrino about Colton Miles Nash, and he said, no, that's a good number for a tight end. <laughs> so I had to, had to look it up, but that's obviously been a long time ago. But um, uh, I'm not sure how to say his name, but it's, his first name's Ashton. His last name is NGO. He's a deep snapper. Now, that's a weird number to wear at 30 because he's also wearing 30. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how Ashton that's Ashton Go? How that, I guess Ashton, Ashton Go. Usually that's a, a soft end when it's mm-hmm. you know, put in the front um, – you know, so of another consonant. But, uh, yeah, he'll be wearing number 30 also. Of this, Trey, how many walk-ons do you think are on here currently without – or are the walk-ons? On the list? Yes. Um, I think there's a possibility that they, you know, they add more. Now, these are – these could be invited walk-ons. We don't know if that's the case, if it's invited walk-ons or, um, you know, these guys are going to be enrolled in, you know, the uh, – in fall camp or not, but uh, they did, you know, update the roster to include uh, several, several new walk-ons. 
And I'm looking at this list. Boy, there's a lot of duplicates on the mm-hmm. uh, two two zeros. AJ yeah, Green, but, Nico Davier. Randy, that's why that's why it's difficult. We've had a lot of talk about retiring Ryan Mallett's 15, and that's why it's difficult. I mean, you've got two players on the roster right now wearing 15. You know, just because. Sure. You got so many players on a roster now. You have to you have to have duplicates. And Chris Harris actually switched numbers. I think he was 83, was he I'm not? I'm thinking Land, was Landon Rogers 15 before he left the team? That sounds familiar. That sounds yeah, right. I'm thinking maybe that's yeah. what happened. He left the team, and then Chris Harris switched from 83 to 15. Interesting. That is uh, very interesting. Trey, how would you, if you were a potential recruit and you wanted to play baseball at the University of Arkansas, how would you – Construe the comments that Dave made, Dave Van Horn. This is an article by Andrew Lewis. Uh, Dave Van Horn, Mm -hmm. uh, what did I say? Lewis. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Ellis. I'm sorry. Andrew, I'm sorry. Andrew Ellis. uh, Dave Van Horn speaks out on NIL in college baseball. He doesn't, in this article, it doesn't sound like he's very supportive of it. He understands that if he wants to play the game, so to speak, he's got to play the game, and that is with the NIL. But um, how would how do you think some recruits may construe this? Yeah, well, I mean, think about Nick Saban, Randy. How does he sound about NIL? Yeah, he's not a big fan of it either. Yeah, so guys having, you know, that have been having a ton of success already. I think it probably makes sense that they, you know, might not speak out as positively about it versus somebody looking for a way to build their program up, you know, that might have resources and stuff. So um, I don't know how anybody would read it specifically. Everybody's, you know, going to have a different opinion and stuff. But, uh, I mean, you got to play the game, and he knows that. And Dave Van Torn is a, is a winner, and he's going to do what it takes. This, was, this will be a opinion question as the old saying goes uh this from jason by way of our asher record service company life and feedback traces how do you see things playing out with jimbo fisher and bobby petrino can we expect jimbo to be fired mid-season due to handcuffing the offense what's jimbo's buyout now 77 million oh my gosh 77 million million. 77 million dollars and if you don't think texas a&m won't throw money at a problem they will they have been Mm. very proven to do that you know i look at the stretch of games i look at a stretch of games that include after auburn i mean you start out with new mexico miami ulm and then you got auburn you got a stretch of games against arkansas in the southwest classic you go uh, to Al- or no, no. You play Alabama at home. You go at Tennessee. You play South Carolina, and you go at Oxford. I mean, that's a tough stretch in the middle of the season, right there. Um, and then, I mean, it's not like it's just cake with you know playing Auburn and then um, you know playing Mississippi State to bookend that stretch. I could see a situation where um, you know things don't go well during that stretch: Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina. At Ole Miss to round things out. You know, you always hear about coaches, you know, firing when he gets off the, you know, when he gets on the tarmac. Um, I could see something like that happening. I absolutely could. I mean, you know, he may, he's put together some really good teams before, you know. Um, a, at, at Texas A&M, a good team. You know, they finished 
what they I think they were fourth um, in the final college football playoff poll before the playoff started, and they um, the selection committee took uh, Notre Dame over them. But I mean, he what has he really done there? You know, to warrant the salary that he has gotten. I mean, and they rake in. I mean, they had. You know, last year they had the – last year, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess last year. Um, they had the number one recruiting class of all time, of all time. So, uh, you know, some of those guys have left, obviously, entered the portal. Um, many of them remain. And, you know, what kind of development they make over this year could determine a lot. But I could see a scenario where, you know, people maybe like what they have in Petrino's offense and he takes over as interim head coach and – Mississippi State on November 11th. We talked about this the other day. Um, what was ACU, Rick? You found that out. Was Abilene, Christian. Abilene, yeah, Christian. Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian University. Abilene yeah. Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then LSU, who I think LSU's got a chance to win the West. I, I think they got a shot. And, and, you know, they may have it wrapped up by that last game. Maybe they're kind of sitting back and, I don't know, <laughs> if he goes to Baton Rouge, if he wins Mississippi State and ACU and then uh, goes to Baton Rouge and wins that one, you know, people might – be clamoring for Bobby Petrino to take over as head coach. Who knows? That's just kind of my far out there, wild prediction kind of, you know, thing. But um, everybody talks about him handcuffing Bobby Petrino. I don't know why you'd bring in Bobby Petrino if you wanted to handcuff him, you know. That would mean I would have to, as Randy always accuses me of, take my – Take my fat head down of uh, Texas <laughs> yeah, yeah. and him, Coach. Yeah. Randy I, Rick. What are you going to – if he gets fired <laughs> or if he leaves, what are you going to do with that, I don't Marcus? I guess I'll have to put it up for auction, maybe. I don't know. Maybe so. <laughs> huh. I won't be about, bidding on it. And, and how about that caption underneath, greatest coach in college football history? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> You're the one that gives me problems too, Rick, with this. <laughs> Rick does it all the time. I yeah, only do it know. once in a while. <laughs> Look. You're the one that said, uh, you know, how do you expect to win with Jimbo Fisher in the league? How can you win with him in the league? Gee, okay. Close enough, right? I'll rescue you for a moment. Uh, it's back Trey. to Trey Biddy. Yeah, back to Trey Biddy. Uh, Trey, what do you think of the big red rooftop? I can't wait to see it. I think it's I think it's a good idea. I think it's cool. It's a different way to watch a game. You kind of got a sports bar atmosphere. I've made it clear before my thoughts on the north end zone construction, um, how they did that. They have all those extremely high end luxury seats, and if it's September, the sun is just blasting you, blasting you in the face. Um, I think that's one reason we don't see that area fill up as much for you know daytime games. Hey, this bar has a roof. It's got a roof on it, so uh, I think there's only 70 seats, but uh, it's got a roof, so that, to me, makes that kind of appealing. 70 bar seats. Mm-hmm. My understanding, it was... Oh, they got chairs, so that's just bar seats. Yeah, and so I they got they got right chairs at 100. Okay. Oh, you can stand up there, too. At, yeah, the, uh, at the rail. They will have pub tables, drink rail overlooking the field with additional seating, and um, now... What I'm so what? So what? What's the what's the capacity now? I'm Is guessing right at two hundred. So? I'm guessing right at right at two hundred. All right. So seventy six, two hundred. Is that the official capacity now? Because, you know, we don't have an official. We don't have an exact capacity of that stadium. 
Well, that's Rick. He he's we always don't. done that. Rick, it's not no. <laughs> it's not. We didn't just go from. We didn't add four thousand seats exactly. Yeah, you're right. That is true. But they but they did on the when they listed capacity, they've got it like seventy five something. I don't know how they got seventy seventy six thousand is what they list the stadium 76? capacity as. Okay. Yeah, seventy six thousand even. I don't know why. You can't get an intern. You just go through and count every seat. <laughs> Was well, there never? But has there? Have they ever? Announced an attendance of seventy six thousand. They have announced attendances over seventy six thousand. Oh, they have. Okay. Yeah. All right. Back when. Well, back I don't when work there it anymore. Was more, back when it was more your anymore. style of doing things, where it was estimated. <laughs> you, you know. Yeah, I don't work they were there counting, anymore. They were counting the teams, the ushers, the concession stand workers. You know, the re- the referees, all that stuff. You know, the media people, like media yeah. people. I don't count. I'm in the stadium, and I don't count. You're supposed as, to. But I, I don't because you I don't scan a ticket. It says. They count ticket scan now. Mm, so right. the record for the record for attendance is before is before the stadium was seventy six thousand when the stadium was listed at seventy two thousand. Mm. So the the stadium record will never be broken until they do stuff like this and expand, you know, the seating. So they just do ticket scan now. They used to they used to do, you know, who all's actually in the building, you know, it was more of an estimate. So um, that's how they do it now. Okay, Trey. So, all right, this is in the north end zone. They they had was that for students only last year? Uh, basically, at the top of the stadium where they had tents and and looked like, uh, I mean, tents where you could actually camp out. That's what it looked like at times. But what about the south end zone? I know they're doing the upgrades to the video board and so forth. But there was another quote entertainment area. That was in the south end zone. Yeah, they used to have like a student overflow or something area over there um, in the south end zone. They'd also, you know, before the the big screen was there, they had, uh, you know, they had those temporary bleachers, which I thought looked a little scary because you could see through them down. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not doing that. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I think that was just like student overflow area, but then they – Maybe they transformed it a little bit into like kind of a student hangout yeah. type of yeah. you know, something. But the st- the capacity changed. You know, when they make alterations like that, the capacity changes, but they always stick to 76,000. And before, you know, even when they were changing some things here and there, it was 72,000. And that's not that's not what they – nobody else does that, do they? Does anybody else just have a round number? <laughs> Maybe that doesn't bug anybody else like it does me, but it, it sets off 12. My, that's what they ought to have, 76012 or something. That's fine. Right? Let's do yeah. that. Okay. Something that I can believe. <laughs> okay, I've got one more question concerning the big red rooftop area. Yeah. All right, they're talking about the Friday evening venue yeah. that may even have entertainment. Yeah. Now, if I've got a ticket for the roof, big red rooftop for Saturday yes. Does that get me into Friday Night Shindig, or have I got to buy something, buy well, a ticket as I, separately? As I read that, that gives you Friday and Saturday. Okay. As, as I read that. Okay. I, I'm just asking because I didn't read it that way. Yeah. It well, is, why would you have to buy a ticket for the game, and then you couldn't get it on Friday night? That wouldn't be a very good deal. Well, I'm just telling you, I, I didn't, I, it, it, it's not clearly stated in here. Oh, well, I, that's the I charge I it twice. It. <laughs> ring them up twice. Yeah, ring them oh up. <laughs> and what's the price of a ticket anyway? Hasn't you know, said that yet. Okay. Yeah. It shouldn't we're be that the worst. Much. 
you're I think we're there. the worst people to talk about ticket prices. <laughs> people yeah, people right. ask me all the time, hey, how do I get a ticket for this? Or, you know, how much is a ticket for this cost? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, I don't mean to sound one. any kind of way. I just I have no idea. I just, yeah. I get, we're, luckily, we get a press box seat. But um, is this no to, uh, Is this kind of preemptive to address, um, uh, you know, there's NIL. a lot. Well, no, uh, probably, <laughs> but but I guess as far as uh, people, you know, it's real nice to sit at home and watch a game now. And I, yeah. I would imagine, you know, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a in some uh, we've, it might we've be a sacrifice we've, to go to a game. We've had this, this discussion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, now it's a to Razorback me, Stadium sports bar is what it is. To me, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to go to the game. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I know it's very expensive, especially if you're coming from out of town. You got a hotel. You got you know two nights hotel stay in some cases and. Um, especially when you're talking about bringing your whole family up there, you can get really, really expensive very quickly. Um, and I don't know the exact figures, but I've you know heard some people you know throw out some stuff about you know what it costs for them to come up for a weekend. Uh, versus, you can stay at home and watch the game on your 4K television. Well, it's not in 4K because I first say, why are you getting 4K? I don't well, get 4K. Well, it's coming. If you watch the big <laughs> noon kickoff. On CBS or on Fox, excuse me, they show it in 4K and it is fantastic. I oh, watched wow. more Big Ten football last year than I ever have because it was in 4K. It just looks incredible. Um, but too. eventually, guys, we're getting like they're talking about with this Apple Vision stuff, um, you know, which is a 4K VR deal where they're going to start selling like sideline seats to NBA games and stuff. And oh, it's really? I don't know if you're trying any VR stuff, but. It's pretty cool when you get some high quality video and stuff. It's hmm. it's actually pretty good now. This is a whole step forward with 4K displays because usually it's just like 1080p displays. Um, uh, there won't be a, a time too far in the future where it's not a big headset you put on. You just put on some glasses. That'll come one day. So there's all kinds of things that are going to improve as far as the home watching experience. I mean, there, I've seen stuff that's like previews, like, you know, from a future, like where you may watch the game on your coffee table, like through a VR headset. And it's just like, you can watch the game like that if you want to. Um, and all that stuff's coming down the road. So we were talking, you know, hey, put a pool in Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Put in some hot tubs. I've already suggested somebody, that. Somebody on my website suggested, hey, how about a zip line? Put a zip line in there yeah. or something. Put some slides. You know, make it, you know. Maybe you you're going to have to be behind that keep camera. Up. That camera's say, kind of on a zip line. You can just are you just going to take out that, the playing right? field? I'll say this too, guys, before we go. I love going to concerts, and there's nothing that beats going to a great concert in person versus watching a concert at home. It's not quite the same deal with a football game, but I think it's close. I think it, the in-game person, in-person experience is hard to beat. Well, Trey, have a great weekend. I'll be <laughs> dreaming weekend. of swimming pools and <laughs> zip lines, spas, and everything else at the 50-yard line. <laughs> have a great weekend. <laughs>